Hello everybody, it's Pastor Tim here. Just sitting out uh, on my patio looking at the mountains. It's a super clear day here in Colorado Springs. Uh, the beauty <laughs> is breathtaking. I was just uh, doing some devotions and reading some in Psalms. And I started just thinking about how our Father has several different personalities. You know, He's our Father. He's our God. He's our husband, it says. But then in Matthew it says, I no longer call you slaves, I call you friends. And He says He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. So, that being said, how many of us actually treat God like our friend? I was thinking about that. You know, there's things you talk to your, your husband about or your spouse about that you wouldn't that, that that you wouldn't talk to a friend. Or there's things you would talk to your friend that you would not talk to your spouse or your husband. There's things you would talk to your friend that you wouldn't talk to your father about. You know, I think I think our God, <laughs> he's so amazing that he was covering all bases so that, we, so that we didn't misunderstand. We didn't misunderstand that he's everything. He's the breath we breathe. He's he's our beginning, he's our end. You know, it says in him we live. We move, we have our being. What does that mean? I mean, in him we live. So without him, there is no life. Life is nothing. It's dead without him. In him we move. Everywhere we go, everywhere, every everything we do, we do in him because he's in us. And in him, we have our being. So our existence, our personality, who we are, our complete identity is supposed to be 100% wrapped up in him. But again, he says, I call you friends, no longer slaves. He, he wants us to come to him as a friend. He wants us to talk to him about the intimate things that we only share with our closest, closest friends. Things that we wouldn't share with our spouse or our husband or our, or our father. But only things we'd share with our closest friend. That's why he said, I no longer call you slaves, I call you friends. I don't know about you, but I want, I want to start walking more and more in that friend relationship where I just sit and I just talk to him about how beautiful the mountains are and maybe how a certain situation really, you know, caused fear or, or made me happy or caused joy or caused stress. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your closest friend. He wants to be the one that you go to first thing in the morning that you think of, that you say, hello, Papa. Hello, Dad. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be my friend. I don't have it figured out, but I want to get it figured out. So today I would just say, let's, let's, uh, let's pursue our father as our friend, you know, I don't want to just go to him when I have a problem or when I'm fearful or when I've exhausted all other avenues 
I go to him. See, I don't, I don't, I don't want a genie in a bottle that gives me three wishes. <laughs> I, I want a friend, and that's what we have. We have a, we have a father, we have a husband, we have a friend. He's everything. He's all encompassed in one being, but yet three personalities, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, <laughs> just a thought. Let's, let's focus on being friends with God today and talking to him about stuff that doesn't even mean anything. That's just like, man, man, Father, hi. Man, that hamburger I had was amazing. Man, look at those mountains. Man, they're amazing. Just stuff that maybe doesn't matter that much. Instead of just coming to him when we have needs and when we're desperate. How about we come to him and just talk to him about frivolous things? I think that makes him extremely happy. When was the last time you went to your friend? The only thing you talked to your friend with about was your worries, your concerns, your fears. I don't. When I go with my friends, I talk about silly stuff, just stuff that really means nothing. We laugh. We laugh a lot. We joke around. We, we people watch. <laughs> hey, that's it. We should go sometime and go people watching with, with our friend. We should go people watch and go sit on a bench in a mall and just let the father people watch with us and listen to what he says. Listen to what he says about people that walk past us that the church would judge. And let's watch what he says about them. Let's listen to what his heart says about them. I think it'd be a pretty big eye opener. Have a great day. Hey everybody, it's uh, Tim here with Transform You TV with Transforming Thoughts for Your Day. And today I was reading in uh, Psalms 6 because today is September 6th. And so occasionally I go back to old school and I uh, <laughs> read a psalm and a proverb uh, based on what day it is. But something really caught me today when I was reading Psalm 6. I'm going to read it to you, and I just want to expound on it. I think it'll bless you. It says, a cry for healing. And, of course, it's David. He says, no, Lord, don't condemn me. Don't punish me in your fiery anger. Don't please deal gently with me, Yahweh. Show me mercy, for I'm sick and frail. I'm fading away with weakness. Heal me, for I am falling apart. How long until you take away this pain in my body and in my soul? Lord, I'm trembling in fear. Yahweh, return to me and deliver me. Deliver my life, because I know your faithful love is toward me. How can I be any good to you, dead? For graveyards sing no songs. In the darkness of death, who remembers you? How could I bring you praise if I'm buried in a tomb? I'm exhausted and worn out with my weeping. I endure weary, sleepless nights filled with mourning, soaking my pillow with tears. My eyes of faith won't focus anymore, for sorrow fills my heart. There are so many enemies who come against me. Go away, leave me, all you troublemakers, for the Lord has turned to listen to my thunderous cry 
Yes, Yahweh, my helper, has heard all my pleading and has taken hold of my prayers and answered them all. Now it's my enemies who have been shamed, terror-stricken. They will turn back again, knowing the bitterness of sudden disgrace. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the cool thing about that scripture as I was reading it, you know, he starts out, you know, just being honest, I think so many times we come to God and we're so afraid to say what we're thinking. We're so afraid to say what we're really, really feeling. And I got news for you folks. <laughs> he knows what you're feeling and he knows what you're thinking. He says he answers our prayers before we even pray him. He knows our infirmities. He feels what we feel. He knows what we feel. He knows what we're thinking. So I don't know why we hold back and don't tell him what we're really thinking. You know, David here, he tells what he's thinking. First, he comes on saying, don't condemn me, Lord. Don't punish me in your fiery angry anger. You know, deal gently with me. First, he comes out thinking, oh, it's God. It must be God that's doing this to me. And then he goes into, you know, uh, saying that if I die, hey, God, if I die, no one can sing you praises. Who sings you praises from the grave? So he goes into trying to like sell God on why <laughs> he should deliver him. But what I love is he goes into his sleepless nights. He goes into, I have no, I can't even, uh, I can't even, my eyes of faith won't focus. In other words, I have no faith left. But see, the, the amazing thing about David is he, he ended and he usually always ends in praise and worship and victory. See, when you go to God and you share with him your heart, it's okay to share with him your heart. Tell him exactly what you're thinking. But you know what? As you tell him what you're thinking, I believe the Holy Spirit will build you up. And by the end, you're going to be praising him and you're going to be thanking him that your enemies are going to be shamed and that they're going to be tear-stricken when they turn back again, knowing the bitterness of sudden disgrace. When he ended, he was, he was praising God and he was... He was giving uh, praise to God because he knew how much God loved him. Do you know how much God loves you? Do you know how amazing you are? Do you know that he's got your back? Think about it. It's okay to share what, you, what you're feeling with your father. But end it in worship. End it in praise. End it in thanksgiving. He says he surrounds you with favors with the shield. He says when your enemies come against you in one direction, they'll flee in seven directions. He says that, <laughs> oh my goodness. He says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, if God before you, who could be against you? He said, I'm the God of all flesh. There's nothing too difficult for me. Nothing too difficult for me. He says all things are possible to him that believes. And if all things are possible for him that believes, then that means everything is impossible if you don't believe. So Satan's always trying to get us in fear and get us in, you know, out of hope. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Satan can't work without fear and God can't work without faith. So go to God, tell him exactly what you're feeling. Be honest. It's okay. He knows what you're feeling. He knows your thoughts before you even think them. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. So you don't have to worry about putting on your little Christianese language with God because it doesn't hold any water. He knows what you're thinking. Be honest with him. And when you're done, 
end it in worship and end it in praise and end it in thanksgiving because he's a good God and he's going to make everything work out for you. Bless everybody. God bless.